Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and reacts really quickly to Hatchet Ninjas for every movie, show, and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And just a reminder that you can follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind and rate our podcasts on whatever podcast app you have. And with that, today's episode is Iron Fist Season 1, Episode 4, Eight Diagram Dragon Palm. Original air date, March 17th, 2017. And here's a rundown of what happens in the episode. At the end of last week's episode, we saw Danny pushed off a skyscraper. This episode starts with him catching himself, then falling to his not-doom, proving that once again, he is the worst Iron Fist we know of. Danny wakes up inside Harold Meacham's place, where he discovers Harold is still alive, who explains he had cancer, and after trying everything, a group of people came in uh, to help him with a cure. The cure was death, then resurrection. Those people are the Hand, the enemy of the immortal Iron Fist. Harold tells Ward to drop the lawsuits and give Danny his 51% share of Rand Enterprises. So Danny has a press conference and starts making some business decisions. Ward is voluntold by Harold to answer as many questions from, from a reporter, and so he does. Colleen Wing is angry her students found out she went to the fight the other night, decides to go back and take on two at once. Wins, obviously. Uh, later, Danny and Joyce spend time together as Danny starts his investigation into the hand, but they are attacked and Danny fights them off. He takes Joy to Colleen's dojo and asks her to watch Joy while he goes to fight the triad on the home turf. Turns out they used to use the pier for their own nefarious purposes and wanted to kidnap Joy to convince her to let them use the pier again. After Danny explains the Hand wanted the pier, the triad swiftly leaves. The Hand visits Harold Meacham, who rewards him by letting him see uh, Joy from across the street. He then asks the Hand to let him kill the man who punched her. And that's it. Alright. So, confession about this episode. Mm-hmm. Um... I think when I initially saw this show, when I watched it all the way through, I think this was when I started not paying attention anymore. Because <laughs> I have no recollection of how Danny got the business back. <laughs> I also had no recollection of how he got it back. I I always kept thinking, um, you know, the past few episodes, that it has to have been something like Swift... That just like yeah, all that other stuff if for nothing. Let's just uh, let's just give it to you. And apparently, that's what it was. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll jump dive a lot more into that throughout the podcast episode. <laughs> but well, let's go into our fast facts. On your left. Uh huh. On my left. Got it. Jenny, what are you doing? Yoga? You move about as fast as a pig. Swimming and gravy. <laughs> You didn't see that coming? Al, what you got? I got nothing, again. Okay. <laughs> I'm willing to bet um, you have very few. I actually have like five fast facts. This is why I don't gamble. <laughs> <laughs> um, I should have taken that bet. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I looked up, as I've been doing the titles, this is actually almost a move. From martial arts, almost, because it's actually called the Eight Diagram Palm, so there's no dragon in it. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's actually from, I'm going to say this wrong, so anyone who speaks Chinese, uh, I'm sorry, uh, a martial arts style called Baguzang. Um, 
And watching one YouTube video about it, produced by the uh, People's Republic of China, um, it is it's practiced by doing the motions, that, going through the eight stances very slowly, almost like Tai Chi. And I think that's what we see Danny doing at the end. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and I assume the dragon part comes from because he has a dragon on his chest. So that's why for him it's the eight diagram dragon palm instead of just an eight diagram palm. I'm not going to say the word diagram again because it's becoming impossible. <laughs> <laughs> um, next, uh, we have the reporter who uh, talked to Harold, calls Ellis and tells him not to give Karen the front page. Which apparently they do, because later we see that it's like the business section that the report's on. So apparently Karen from Daredevil is still Ellison's favorite person. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she got front page of section five. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, one of Colleen's challengers, Jimmy Pierce, is from the comics. Uh, he plays Hitman. Used to be a Punisher villain turned ally. Um, back in uh, Punisher uh, 86, back in 1994, he was part of a crime family that when the Punisher died, he was forced by the family to become a new Punisher. Uh, and later he teamed up with Frank Castle to kill the other would-be Punishers. So I didn't know that they did the death of Superman for Frank Castle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, now I'm curious. Like, did he die and then he was whisked away and then someone else brought him back? He was, like, at the edge of of death there? Or I I have no idea. I know, and I've mentioned this before, um, that at one point Frank was Frankenstein, like a Frankenstein version. <laughs> I did read that, of... that run. Oh, did you? Yeah. Was that part of this? No, no, it was completely different. No, that Frankenstein one was, like, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, 2010, 2012, okay. somewhere in that run. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he was dead for 16 years. I didn't go deep into the Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't remember what it was. I mean, they, they basically just, they took his brain out and put it into like a Frankenstein body kind of thing. Sorry, Frankenstein's not? monster kind of thing. Yeah. Well, and he then, could be Frankenstein's body, this like frail doctor guy. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't questioning it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, we also see the stickers underneath uh, Danny's desk or his dad's old desk. Mm-hmm. Um, we see some classic Marvel monsters on there, uh, like Mangog from Thor number one fifty four back in July nineteen sixty eight, and Orgo from Strange Tales number ninety in November of sixty one. Um, I don't know much about the monsters of the MC or of Marvel comics. So you just get the names listener. I can't tell you <laughs> anything about them. <laughs> and if you want to remember what they look like, they were in this episode. Yes. Orgo was like a, a pink ball with arms and mm-hmm. Mangog. I can't remember what Mangog looks like. I looked them up to see, do I recognize these guys? And I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You sure these weren't like Digimon or something? Uh, 100%. Because okay. I didn't instantly hate them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, the last uh, Easter egg. Uh, Ward references Daredevil. Saying, 
Dead Danny is hanging out there like Daredevil. And strangely enough, he does not call him the Devil of Hell's Kitchen, like I thought everyone else did. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Is is that a known name? Hmm. I don't think so. Are, okay, so I remember him saying Daredevil. I actually don't remember him. Um, I, are you sure he said like Daredevil or not like a Daredevil? Because I could have no, sworn I, I remember. Hmm? I went back to listen to oh. it. Oh, okay. Then I misunderstood him. Okay. Or, hmm. Yeah. Interesting. All right. All right. Um, I guess we'll move on to our heroes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you're a superhero. Didn't? Mm-mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. I'm the immortal Iron Fist, weapon of Kun Lan. And I'm fulfilling my destiny. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... Who do you want to start with? Um, I might as well start with Colleen Wing, the true All hero right. of the story. Yep. I have very little for her. <laughs> uh, same. Yeah. I mean, she didn't have a big part in the episode, honestly. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so she is like when we first see her, she's in her dojo and her students like found uh, a video of her in this illegal fight ring from the day before. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of surprised that that's out there. Uh, considering that I, I don't know how easy it would be to actually find the place uh, if someone wanted to uh, take it down, but I guess they made it really easy to find the video. A little confused on that. Um, well, um, the thing is, uh, the kid, I can't remember his name, said, mm-hmm. I think he took the video. I think he was there. Oh, okay. Because he says he, he says he posted it online. Oh, okay, that makes sense. All right. Yeah. Because the only other way would have been for someone else to share the video with him, and mm-hmm. then he would have put it online, which is also yeah. possible, but it's yeah, what, what you're saying is probably the more likely scenario. Yeah, plus uh, previous episodes show he, he was the one who was fighting for money before <laughs> calling, then she was like getting mad at him for it. Yeah, which might even be the reason or the way that she got the idea. Mm-hmm, I think so. Yeah. yeah, so she was angry about it, and then she goes and does it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's had some severe anger issues. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and again, because I apparently stopped wa- paying attention uh, with 10 episodes to go back in 2017. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the root of those are. <laughs> um. I remember a little bit about her backstory. I don't yeah. remember a lot, actually. That I there isn't much I remember that would be severe anger issues. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Oh, well, that'll be exciting to get through because it's like a whole new show to me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, um, you know, it, we keep like watching stuff, and then you keep saying, Tony, that you have no idea how something happens, and somehow I remember things, and I'm thinking, like. Uh, well, like, like I, I feel like you and I are watching different shows because of that. <laughs> yeah, like we're we're looking out for different things. Mm-hmm. So I think so. I think I think I have a better short term memory, and you have a better long term memory. <laughs> <laughs> you also binged the show. Like I, I don't really binge that much. Like I'll watch That's... it 
I, I probably watched the show throughout a total of like two weeks, right? So maybe some days I did a few episodes, but then I took a break. So it does uh, make a big difference, mm-hmm. um, especially. I, I don't know if I said this on mic. I don't even know if I told you I was having a different conversation with someone, but whatever. Um, <laughs> a couple of years ago, I did the uh, 50 book challenge, 50 books in a year. Mm-hmm. And I succeeded. I did all 50 books in one year. Looking back, this was two years ago. I don't remember the plot to any of those stories <laughs> at all. Cause I just rushed through them just to get to the next book. <laughs> you, you did mention it on, uh, on the podcast before. Okay. Well, I, wouldn't have remembered the conversation if I hadn't heard it um, listening Twice. to one of our episodes recently <laughs> to, you know, as the quality control there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she goes to the fight ring again. Mm-hmm. I, it, so this is it's pretty clear this is her second fight, right? Like that's mm-hmm. that's what they're telling yeah. us. And she immediately is like, well, I guess let's one up it. Only one is like double like like normally one mm-hmm. is like you know a little bit more measurable not yeah. like literally double <laughs> yeah i mean she gets hurt this time she dislocates a pinky <laughs> <laughs> god i just want to see her team up with the uh, daredevil now i mean there we go i know right <laughs> i mean although daredevil is following the deadpool rule of fighting Daredevil wears red. Uh, Colleen <laughs> is wearing white. <laughs> and apparently walked home with blood on her white sweater. <laughs> was uh, Okay, I forget. Was this the fight where she was punching him? And then she like got a little confused when she got blood on her hand and wiped it on her sweater? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, like, it's not like she wiped it off, like, on the floor or something. No, she, like... Uh prying herself i thought she was going to take off that sweater when she got in the ring (laughs) at the beginning yeah that would have made sense yeah but she wanted to be cool and have her hood on yep the whole time i'm sure that doesn't affect anything well it it came off naturally in the middle of the fight yeah that's true um i don't want to i mean we can if you want to but um i'm not sure if we want to get too into the fight but I just want to call out that she blocks the punch with her forehead. <laughs> I I didn't have much either. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's the hardest part of the human body, right? Or is the second hardest? I always forget. I think, I think the leg is harder. Like one of your leg bones, I know, is the hardest to break. Okay, well, your forehead is definitely one of the hardest spots yeah. in, in the human body. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess... Yeah, I mean, still. <laughs> um, God, there was this TV show like 15 years ago. Um, I don't know if you ever saw the Human Target TV show, Tony. I know of it, but I okay. never watched it. All right, I don't know if I ever saw a complete episode, but it was like mm-hmm. a Friday night show, and I'd have it on in the background sometimes. And I only remember like two scenes from the this show in total. One of them he had to like go undercover in this underground fight and he positioned himself to be punched basically like how Colleen wing does it. Um, like he was punched directly in the forehead. Um, 
and then like the other guy broke his hand or something yeah. and then that's how how he wants to fight so i maybe that's what colleen's plan was she saw that episode of human target um, <laughs> 10 years ago uh-huh. <laughs> and she was like oh hey i saw this on a tv show it's probably real um yeah. considering the world she lives in and <laughs> i mean human target's a superhero yeah that's right dc character right yep <laughs> Which I didn't know until uh, I saw him on Arrow. Me too. <laughs> uh, human target, <laughs> worst set of powers. <laughs> just, the Homer Simpson method of boxing. Just, just take it until the guy gets tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe that was Colleen's plan also. like She was like, you know what? Let me try uh, that that style of boxing, and then she gets punched in the head. She's like, you know what? Never mind. This isn't for me. <laughs> yeah, it's much easier to just take the guys out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would just watch a show of Colin Wing just beating up giant men. <laughs> I, I sorry, I've been trying to think of a joke, and I've I've got nothing. I. <laughs> I broke out apparently. <laughs> I I had like four. I don't want to say any of them on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times when those awkward pauses happen, I'll edit them out. That one's staying in. <laughs> yeah, I figured because we talked about it. <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's all right. When I uh, listen to do the quality control, um, I put it into my podcast app that I use, and um, I have it get rid of all the. Uh, the dead air automatically. So oh. um, I won't even notice when I listen to it, but it's okay. That's, Everyone else will. And then they'll make fun it. of me on Twitter. But I'm I thought sure you were going to say you listen to it like double or 1.5 speed. Also, I do that one 1.5 speed. Okay. What I should do is a fight club style. I should edit like random sounds and do it, but it will be so fast when you're going fast forward that you won't be able to hear it. It does ruin some things. Like every so often, some podcasts will have some music and it's, Ooh, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, anything else for Colleen? Uh, no. I mean, that was basically her, her part of the episode, right? I mean, there's that. We get a little bit of her at the end, um, where we see her broken or her, uh, um, dislocated pinky and then Danny helps her and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. All, right. all right. Uh, so Danny. Yeah. Um, so he falls and grabs that light post. <laughs> uh, and then he he says a prayer. Uh, I, I paraphrase it because I didn't want to go back that early in the episode. <laughs> but it was like something about like I serve all beings of Kunlun. Um, is he just talking about the rats and the pigeons? Or are there other types of creatures there? I mean, I would believe there are other types of creatures. Um, but... Uh, maybe you're right. So, I mean, the little bit that we know of Kunlun, um, one, it exists on a different plane that is only mm-hmm. able to cross with Earth every 15 years. So yeah. that's already something mystical. And two, which um, they haven't really said, but I know we've made fun of it in the past, so I'm going to say it anyway. There's a dragon there somewhere. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I forgot about him. Shout out the Undying. Yeah, I don't forget about dragons very easily. <laughs> this show has made me. <laughs> I, I don't think most people forget about dragons. There's a reason for that. Because uh, <laughs> they're really cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so so I guess it's possible. I don't think so. I, I think mm-hmm. those are, you know, exactly what you said, right? Birds, rats, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Hmm. So do we want to talk about how Harold just tried to straight up murder Danny by kicking him out that window? Because we find <laughs> out that Ward kicked him. Was it actually Ward? Or did he just say it? I, I didn't believe him when he said that. But Danny I, said, like, you kicked me or something like that. Or why'd you kick me or something like that? Okay, so I guess he did see him. Ah, man, I should have re- rewound the previous episode just to check and see if that was him. Um, but, yeah, I guess you're you're right. Um, and, I mean, mm-hmm. to be fair, Danny tried to do, almost tried to do the same thing with the car trick a couple of episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Do you think this was a test? Do you think um, Harold was like, all right, if he can survive this, then maybe he can actually fight the hand? No, I think this is Ward being a petty a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, that's that's, <laughs> that's in his character. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, if you're if you're trying to think through Occam's razor there like that's that makes sense. Yeah. And then Danny being Danny, uh, when Harold says, welcome back. He trusts Harold with all his heart. <laughs> yeah, immediately. Well, okay, to be fair, he doesn't really have bad memories of Harold, right? Like, he doesn't know him as a horrible person. No, that's definitely true. But, oh, okay, you're right. Because he does have bad memories of Ward. I was going to say he doesn't have bad memories of Ward, but Ward was <laughs> a jerk as a kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, like, Ward grew up with with Harold. That's basically what made him that way as far as i can tell um and even like in the very first episode danny came back he was specifically looking for harold um yeah now part of that was also he assumed harold was alive uh but yeah and his assumption was correct <laughs> yes <laughs> half correct <laughs> he's he is 100 percent alive there was a brief moment in time where he wasn't but mm-hmm. now he's back <laughs> he was dead yeah. for three days they gave yep. him the Jesus treatment. And Apparently. Mm-hmm. Was Jesus part of the hand? Uh, maybe. Okay. We don't know. Or Ken knew the same resurrection stuff that the hand knows. That's possible. Yeah. Um, I find it interesting that Danny didn't believe in the hand. <laughs> he Wait, thought it was a mean? fable. Oh, I see what you mean. Um, yeah, I guess that's a good point. Which answers my question earlier. It's like, why did he leave if the Hand are trying to destroy Kunlun? If he didn't believe in the Hand, he wouldn't think it was a big deal. Yeah, I, I know later in the season he, he spends a little bit of time like explaining why he left. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, it's not much. Um, and I don't think he mentions thinking the Hand was fake. But... Uh, Okay, but I mean, yeah. I guess you're right. Like he, he was, you know, the past fifteen years, he was probably told a bunch of stories, mm-hmm. of like things, and I guess if they never fought the hand, he's like saying why the previous Iron Fist probably never fought the hand. They were just kind of hanging out, doing whatever. Yeah, in fact, I mean, the Iron Fist seemed to be bad at their job because of how strong the hand seemed to be. 
Well, okay, or do they probably. all stay in Kunlun and then the hand just don't go there because they know that's where the Iron Fist is? I think that's it. Okay. Um, because I, I think, and I'm, I, I don't want to give any spoilers, but they, they basically say that the Iron Fist is defending Kunlun. Mm-hmm. Probably also, I think, defending them from the hand, but mainly to defend Kunlun. Okay. So I don't, yeah, I don't think the Iron Fist usually leaves. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, this Iron Fist is bad at that job, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it might also have something to do with that whole 15 years before Kunlun is in phase with this reality again. Um, I'm sure that's a part of it. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm really glad we, we caught on to that this time because... I completely forgot it, like, the first time watching through this. <laughs> just like, like, what, why why he couldn't come back earlier? Yeah, exactly. Like, why, why just stick around? Why, you know, other things like that? But Yeah. Hmm. Alright, um, so Harold just gives him back Rand, which is nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Way to yeah. Deus Ex Machina one story point right there. Yeah, one whole plot point. Yeah, which is good. We don't have to go through court proceedings, and we just have to go through board meetings. <laughs> Yay, everyone's favorite. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it's up there with like the Senate in Star Wars. What's the one number one thing people love? The the lightsabers. No, the Senate. <laughs> Oh, everybody loves the Senate. And number two is Jar Jar. Well, yeah, obviously. (laughs) As soon as the Senate went away, Jar Jar went. I mean, they're one and the same, essentially. And they are. They are. I mean, it's Jar Jar's fault that the Senate fell. (laughs) Hmm. But because of that, we got the other stuff, which is the better storyline. Hmm. I don't I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Alright. I like that when Danny returns to Rand, he's nervous, and it makes it real obvious he did not think this through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he shows up, and I mean, he's dressed up nicely, right? So now he, he bought clothes. Um, Not sure where the money comes from. I, cause I, I assume this is like, I don't know, a day or two later, maybe? Mm-hmm. Um. Like there, there's no way he gets everything that fast. So maybe that's th- more money from Hogarth. It might be more money from Hogarth. I think it might be uh, Joy, because or even Ward, because if it's going to be his business and then he has to deal with it, he's not going to let this homeless guy represent the company. Uh, that's a good point. Okay, all right. Just gave him a credit card and said, "Here, here's a personal shopper. Also, they will yeah. help you. They will get you the clothes. Just, just leave." Yeah. Okay. We didn't get the uh, montage with '80s music playing. I feel like I left got left out. Oh, well, it would have been the music that he has on his iPod. Oh, the the uh, early two thousands hip hop. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know that would have been a good scene. I would have enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, see, <laughs> I'm not the more I think it. about it. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, it, you know this, this kind of goes back to I think it was. Oh, no, you know, I think it was this episode. Um, 
later he, he's talking to Joy about basically about becoming the Iron Fist, right? He he gets into Kunlun and he's he says, yeah, there was this job that, um, you know, as soon as I heard about it, it was like the number one job there and I wanted it. And then I got it. Then I abandoned it, which I don't <laughs> think he told her, but <laughs> I'm sure she Although... would have been real unhappy. I mean, she figured she could figure it out because he's not there anymore. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, or maybe he just screwed up so bad they kicked him out. Yeah, I was thinking of something. Or they fired him. <laughs> and now he's leading that company because that's what he wanted. Mm hmm. And he does. And he pulls a Tony Stark. Um, pretty much coming back. From being exiled, frankly, Tony Stark wasn't that gone as long as um, Danny was. And then <laughs> says, we are good guys now. We help people. We will destroy our pro profit margins. <laughs> I mean, I'm actually a little surprised no one piped up and said, well, hey, well, hold on. All right. Maybe maybe we can charge a little more than $5 a pill. Because yeah. what were they? It was $5 Seven. to make. And like they're trying to go for 50 Yeah. I mean. I'm sure they spent millions on, you know, the R&D that, that, you know, there's a cost to that. But mm -hmm. you know, maybe, yes, what you said, seven, ten dollars. Like there's there's some middle ground there. Um, yeah. They could have at least convinced him. But then again, Joy also says at the end, you know, like, yeah, you weren't wrong, but you could have been, you know, better about the uh, the politics of business. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind. Just a couple, maybe like two more of these scenes where Danny just walks in and screws up all awards plans and then leaves. <laughs> Which I think we do in the next couple episodes. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that happens. Ward's pissed off. But um, Joy comes and visits Danny in the apartment and then they get attacked by hatchet men. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> yep. And we get the Defender's patented, patented hallway fight. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that. Do, do we get a uh, hallway fight in Jessica Jones? Is that the one show where we don't get one? I believe so. Um, right. Because she's not... She doesn't fight as much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hey everyone, uh, really quickly, we just wanted to let you know we had a personal emergency, so we had to split up the days that we recorded this episode. So everything that you hear after what I'm saying right now was recorded two days later. All right. So uh, when we left off, we were talking about the hallway fight, and um, we were talking about did Jessica Jones have a hallway fight? Because every other, I think every other season of the Defenders group of shows had a hallway fight. Um, what I was able to find was, uh, this was from after the Defenders came out, there was a countdown of the, all the hallway fights, they're ranking them. Oh, um, okay. yeah, Jessica Jones, only seasoned up to that point that did not have a hallway fight. Oh, okay. Is, is there one in season two? Oh, never mind. You said that's before. Yeah. Yeah. It okay. was, if I remember correctly, it was either Nerdist or, uh, Sci-Fi Channel broke it down. Okay. Yeah. I mean, to be fair... A lot of her stuff happens in a hallway her, <laughs> from her apartment complex. So even though it's not like a fight like this show and the others, it's it is a fight in her style, right? Mm -hmm. Like 
she throws someone through a glass window, and that's about it. Yeah. I, the first thing I looked up was Jessica Jones Hallway, and all it was was like Zoom background so you could pretend like you're in Jessica Jones Hallway. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know why you want that one instead of like in Jessica Jones' office. <laughs> because Yeah. Otherwise, you're Malcolm just hanging in the hallway when you're, he's both drugged up at the beginning of the season. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like, that's a horrible spot to want a Zoom background. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, and for the record, of the five um, they broke down, which was two Daredevil, one Luke Cage, one Iron Fist, and the one, uh, spoilers, in Defenders. Um, yeah, right. This was number five. <laughs> this was the worst. They considered it the worst one. But I I actually didn't mind this fight. It was actually pretty exciting. Yeah, exactly. Like it. Um, you know, we, we, I I think we've talked about like I think we said on the first uh, episode of the season uh, about like how the the fighting in this show is, or at least personally, I think every so often like sometimes it's really good, sometimes it's just bad. I thought this was like on the better side of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's this fight and there's one more fight in particular, and I can't tell you what episode of this that I enjoyed um, <laughs> off the top of my head. I mean, there might be more because as I established before, I don't remember probably nine episodes of the 13 episode season. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's that's going to get real interesting when we see uh, a few things. Uh, I mean, there are some things I know I don't remember, and I'm curious if that's actually like a storyline element or if yeah. it's just a thing that's there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, a couple things I want to mention about this fight, though. First of all, he uses his iron fist to block a punt, to block a blade, which was good. Especially, it's good he didn't use the iron fist while they're in the elevator to punch, because they would have fallen and died. <laughs> I think. Yeah, and, I guess okay. I don't. The other thing was Joy actually um punched a guy, which good job for Joy. Um, because of that, I actually I mean, moved Danny's her to, yeah, that's true. I actually moved her to, uh, the guy in the chair section. She got an upgrade, uh, she, cause she didn't do anything <laughs> actively evil this episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Good for her. Great. Now I have to poop my yeah. stuff. You got to tell me these things, Tony. Okay. Oh, I don't actually also, have I should leave the... Never mind. We're good. <laughs> okay. I should leave that up to you because you know her trajectory more than I know her trajectory. <laughs> Um, at least uh, I imagine you do. <laughs> Actually, not really. Um, and I don't want to say why, because there's like, there's some parts of her that I remember from season two, which mm-hmm. have a difference of some of the things I see here. And so I, I'm mostly just the stuff I'm watching for her is how does she end up in that type of situation? So we'll, we'll see. Um, so, so her, I, I don't remember much at yeah. all. Ward, similar thing. Mm hmm. Actually, no. I think Ward's pretty similar. I don't. I don't remember. Anyway, yeah, uh, I, I remember season two a lot more, but I have a huge soft spot for that season. Um, the in uh, summer of twenty eighteen, I went to San Diego Comic Con, and Marvel was kind of MIA that year. So the only Marvel panels I set, I went to were um, Iron Fist season two and Cloak and Dagger season one. So it was like. I remember a lot more of that because I was like, oh, I feel more emotionally involved in this. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I mean, hey, Cloak and Dagger, that was a good show. Oh, it I was really a good that. show, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I really liked season two of Iron Fist, but we'll get there in like two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. Anything else about the the fight? Uh, no. Um, I mean, it was it was good. It was uh, like you said, really cool. Um, seeing him use the uh, the fist to to block the uh, that hatchet. Um. Mm-hmm. I, I I wonder if he's just a really new um, Iron Fist because he always like like the the way he he talks about it like he has to or at least maybe not the way he talks about it, the way we see him he always like has to take like three five seconds to to bring up the the fist mm-hmm. um, and I I feel like maybe he's just new to it and he hasn't had enough practice like he's like hey you're the Iron Fist now and he was like woohoo all right bye. Yeah, I've I got the job here. I'm done. <laughs> and also, you know, he's got to channel all his chi into his fist, which means he has to be somewhat focused. And he seems to be a very unfocused person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he we heard him say the only time he's really focused is when he's getting punched a lot in the middle of a fight. Yeah. And these guys that if they hit him, he'd have an axe or a hatchet to the face. So I guess he wasn't too fo- too focused because <laughs> he didn't get hit a lot. He, I guess not. I, he's just getting practice. He, he's just getting more practice um, summoning the fist. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So uh, Danny uh, goes to his default. Al, what does Danny do every time he's in trouble now? He goes to Colleen. That is exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I got it. Yeah. This this woman who really, he doesn't know that well, but she's the only one who didn't actively dislike him when he first came to New York. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, he he needs more friends. Yeah. For for one. Um, But, I, I mean, I don't know what he would do in that situation too, right? Like, or what would have been a better thing? Cause he, he wanted joy to be uh, looked after while he mm-hmm. went and talked to the, the triad, right. Or the hatchet gang yeah. or the, I don't, I don't know which um, one's which, or is it both? Um, Are they part of the triad? I don't think they're in the triad. I think they're a hatchet, the hatchet gang. Okay. I could have sworn they said triad somewhere, but oh, all right, never mind. Um, so, I mean, I get that that's what he wanted, but I don't know. She seemed to be okay enough with him around. Mm-hmm. Like, he could have just taken her. Yeah. I just looked at my notes. It was a triad. <laughs> oh, okay. But, All right. Yeah. You're right. There. I'm not sure. Well, actually, I do know. Colleen would be able to take them, those guys, because if Danny can do it, Colleen could do it better. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's no one else, unfortunately, that Danny knows that's up to the the standard. Not even like security people, because he's dodged them multiple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he drops her off there, and then uh, he goes to the Golden Sands, and um, they just they have a problem with the peer deal that they used to uh, have with the previous owners, but now the hands involved, so they're fine with it. It's not a big deal. <laughs> Yep, they're they're done. They don't need to deal with that problem. Yeah. I mean, honestly, 
Uh, Danny should just, uh, well, maybe he shouldn't join the hand, but just name drop the hand every once in a while. It will solve a lot of problems. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, he can, like, he, he's already the sworn enemy of the hand, so mm-hmm. it's not like, you know, one of those situations where you're like, you know, you, maybe you shouldn't say that name because then they'll come after you. Like, he already wants them to come after him anyway, so doing that would probably solve two problems, right? Yeah. Whatever immediate issue and then also the hand will come looking for him Mm -hmm. i just it just occurred to me how weird it is that our hero is the iron fist fighting the hand but like if you put out a hand you're supposed to be less aggressive (laughs) compared to a fist yeah i don't have a response to that yes okay (laughs) um yeah and then we see danny doing tai chi at the end (laughs) And get some drugs. And a sweet tattoo. Oh, yeah. Um, do they go into how he got the tattoo in this? Because if not, I'll talk about that because I find it really funny. <laughs> oh, um, they. I, I, I vaguely remember the end of the season. It might have been the season finale, maybe the penultimate episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do talk about it a little. Okay, then I will not bring it up. We'll bring it up okay. in what, what, eight weeks. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, do we have anything else for Danny that we want to talk about? Oh, um, just one other thing. Um, mm-hmm. we know how old he is now. Um, the newspaper that uh, Ward was reading towards the end of the episode because he had that interview with the uh, the lady from the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Um, it said he is twenty five years old. Oh, so he went missing when he was ten because it's been fifteen years that he was missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it makes it makes sense, but also doesn't make sense because, uh, as someone who works with children, ten year olds aren't they're they're pretty ignorant about the world, but they still are less naive than Danny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I still think a part of it is the culture shock. Yeah, um, you know, of being around those monks for fifteen years, like you know that that's affected his outlook on life right um but we've seen him or we are seeing him getting better and better about working or living in this world that he's Mm -hmm. in now right like he was able to answer all of those um those press conference questions pretty well yeah yeah he but he did it in a way that is not is still naive he told the truth which you know you don't do the press conference (laughs) At least I learned from our previous president. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, the the best lies have a hint of truth. And in this case, like, like like when he was asked about like the about being in a mental institute, right? Mm -hmm. Um, He actually had a really good line for that. I forget exactly what it was, but something along the lines of, you know, when I first back everything was so jarring and it affected him in some way and blah 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 he gave a, a vague enough answer that it didn't you know it didn't need a lot of detail but it still you know had enough truth which was enough to get people to stop asking yeah, questions yeah. that's true all right that's fair <laughs> all right all right uh so i guess that means we're done with our heroes yeah All right, let's take a quick uh, ad break, and then we'll talk about our villains. 
Welcome to Baston Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. Danny sent all but the brown M&Ms. <laughs> that supposed to mean something? All right, Tony, uh, what is something that hamsters are never able to do or never able to learn how to do no matter how much training they get? Um, play NBA level basketball. Exactly. Hamsters just can't answer questions at a press conference, mainly because of their lack of speech. Now, our friends at press conference prep aren't miracle workers. Uh, they can't have help. I am not able to do this today. They can't help hamsters in this particular arena, but they can help you. Uh, they did not help me. That's why I keep screwing this up. Anyway, let's say that you've just completed a hostile takeover of a company. People will have questions, and you should probably answer them. If you have no idea how to do that, maybe you're bad at public speaking, may, uh, maybe you've spent the past 15 years trained in nothing but combat at a Jewish temple, or maybe you're just more of a singer than a speaker. No matter what your speaking background is, Press Conference Prep will help you with the tough questions. Fun fact, a team from Press Conference Prep were the ones who convinced Tony Stark to tell everyone he's Iron Man. Call them today and use promo code MCU Rewind to get a voucher to bring a friend with you to your first training session. I don't like speaking poorly about our sponsors, but that Tony Stark thing, mm -hmm. I think, is a lie. <laughs> I mean, no one can validate it, especially now. That's true. I mean, he's dead. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but not in the timeline we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, ready to move on to our villains? Yes. I ask you, to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. What the hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Stay right there, boy. Submit to me without further incident. And your friends will be granted a merciful death. Uh, who would you like to start with? I guess um, Harold, because all of Harold's stuff, I mean, it kind of bookends. He's all in the beginning and all at the end. Okay, sounds yeah. good. Um, see, I didn't remember this at all previously, but apparently they they cured him the same way they cured Electra from or um, Nobu from life, not Electra, Nobu from life. <laughs> Um, by letting him die. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, I I feel like you know this is one of those hammer nail situations. If if the hammer is the only tool you have, um, everything looks like a nail. They're just like, well, mm -hmm. I I guess we can help him, but we'll let him die. Eh, yeah, I mean that's the only <laughs> way. I, that's the only way the hand doctors know how to work. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Not hand doctors, not doctors of the hand, <laughs> but doctors who work for the hand. So I guess they're doctors of the hand. Never mind. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> On the bright side, it is a 100% effective rate from what we know. I guess we haven't seen any failures. <laughs> they are. Two for two. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, go ahead. No, I mean, he just, he very clearly, from what we can see, he wants to use Danny to get rid of the hand. And we've kind of known that since episode two, when he first goes to see Danny in the Menstrual Institute. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but like we're seeing it a little bit more now and like he's he's kind of forcing it and Danny is, you know, naive as all hell. And so he's just like, yeah, sure, totally. Harold, I'll do what you say and I'll fight the hand because I want to fight them anyway. I know. Also, thanks for giving me my money or telling Ward to give me my money. Yeah. <laughs> um, n- not dad. Ward won't give me my money, my business back. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. Yeah. yeah, I mean, to be fair, Ward wasn't. And um, Ward is like a petulant child. So, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the only other thing I have for Harold is at the end, uh, when he gets his reward from the hand for buying the pier. Mm-hmm. Um. Which is, um, well, he sees his daughter and then murders the person who hurt his daughter. <laughs> yeah, he has some really good sword skills there that we haven't seen before. Um, I mean, we pretty much every other scene that he's in, he's always fighting in some way, right? That punching bag, he had that trainer mm-hmm. that I assume we'll never see again. Um, yeah, but yeah, in fact. Cool. In fact, he says when he's explaining to Danny, he's only allowed to see Ward and his assistant from the outside world. So is that trainer a hand person, or is that guy now dead, and he gets a new trainer every week to train? That is a good question. Mm -hmm. I don't think he gets a new trainer every week, because eventually people would talk. Yeah. Eventually. Eventually. Uh, And it's been... 12 years yeah <laughs> um it's been three years i guess oh no it's been 12 years he's dead never mind three years of cancer anyway continue <laughs> yeah yeah um so yeah i mean i guess if we have to guess they would be the hand okay well i mean my other one is all the trainers are from um uh the place that uh matt murdoch trains and you know he'll never see someone go missing <laughs> you know, because because he can't see. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, what do we see from um Harold? We see him um sword a guy in the head. Do we mm-hmm. see any other moves? Like during that fight, or do you mean? Yeah, during during that fight, because you said he has skill with a blade, but I don't think that it takes that much skill. I think I could do that, and I don't have a lot of experience with a sword. <laughs> um, well, he did it really fast, right? Because the the sword was sheathed when he did it, ah. and so it, it was like a quick draw kind of thing, right? So okay. the the other guy was about to pull out his, his hatchets, like he had them in his hand at the moment that um, Harold. It killed him. He got the sword Mm -hmm. deep enough through the skull that it would kill him. Also, I have no idea how much strength it takes to put a sword that deep into a person. Yeah. Um, I imagine a lot. The skull is pretty tough. It's it's bone. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it depends on, also, the sharpness of the blade. And I imagine they keep their blades pretty sharp. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's probably not vibranium, but it's also probably a a pretty good... uh, material yeah i mean if they don't say what metal it is i'm assuming it's adamantium 
Well, they at the time they couldn't say that. Yes, Although but they now. also didn't. They didn't say, "Here's my iron sword." No, they didn't say nothing. <laughs> so it must be adamantium. I think that's Occam's razor. Okay, yeah, that works. <laughs> Which is true. <laughs> uh, little known fact: Occam razor also made out of adamantium. <laughs> oh, didn't know that. That's good. To know. Yeah, yeah. They just that's why they ta- they don't talk about Occam's razor a lot in Marvel. So far. All right. <laughs> Um, I've got nothing else, else for Harold. Yeah, same here. Um, so I guess Ward next? Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, well, there's a little bit about Harold. I like how much of an a-hole Harold is to Ward. Because he knows how he treats Ward. And then uh, um, Harold just comes up and says, you're like the son I've missed, the son I never had. You're Frankly, you're better than my son who is standing there six feet behind you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think those are his exact lines, but you know I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> you got to read between the lines. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed his plan to like fix Danny's image. Um, when he drunkenly tells a reporter from a New York building everything that Danny's doing behind the scenes with the um the uh the drugs and all that stuff because mm-hmm. it's it's part of his plan to seem like he's complaining and really mad about it but he comes off as a hero to all the people of New York or the people who at least read the business section mhm yeah. yeah and i mean i i can't imagine there was a lot of um prep work that ward really had to do he probably just had to think oh what do i say oh i just tell them about this really good thing that danny kind of did sucks for the company and it makes me angry because i make money off of the stock so Mm -hmm. i'll just complain about it while drinking and it 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 seemed pretty easily within his skill (laughs) set yeah and also like it it will still hurt the business. It will still hurt the stocks, but I don't think that would hurt it either. I don't think that would have changed either way. But mm-hmm. um, it's getting it's making the publicity better. That hey, this new guy in charge actually cares about people, even though I, the guy who used to be in charge, am trying to do everything to stop him from caring about people. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, I guess it is public knowledge that Danny owns 51%. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so then in that case, yeah. So he, if he wants to say more stuff like that, he can do it whenever he feels like it. Yeah. Okay. Which is a good message, I guess, to uh, put out in the public. Mm-hmm. That's true. Then again, is that also a bad message to put into the public for the people who read the business section and are deciding if they want to invest in that company? I think the damage is done as soon as they start um, selling drugs at cost because they're going to see in their quarterly reports or whatever. I'm not a business person, but that sounds efficient. Um, Their quarterly reports that, hey, they made a lot less money than they projected. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, the guy from Mad Money is now like breaking... um, uh, Rand Corporation or Rand Enterprises Cups, like they did with Stark, 
Um, I only know that from that scene in Iron Man. I've never watched Mad Money, but I assume he does it every time someone does a bad decision. He breaks the cup with their logo. Probably. Yeah. I yeah. mean, what else are you going to break? Like, cups are so easy to get. I'm sure he just has mm-hmm. rooms full of uh, cups from, from different yeah. companies. He's just waiting for it. Yeah. yeah. Plus, um, I'm sure that guy owns stock in, like, um, custom uh, mug uh, companies. So, you know, he's buying him up just to destroy him, you know, hoping they're copycats on YouTube. Well, now I'm curious how many of those are public. <laughs> how many custom mug companies? <laughs> I mean, there's, there's bound to be some, like, um, Redbubble. I don't know if it's public, but I'm just trying to think of that make custom merchandise. Um. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll I'll take your word for it. I no idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, I I wish I could remember my uh work just got everyone. Um, I'm not gonna say the name of our school, but uh, jackets with our school logo on them and got them custom made. So I bet, and they make like bags and mugs and stuff. So they might be public. I can't remember the company. And I don't care enough to look it up or walk to my living room to get the jacket I got. <laughs> that seems fair. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. All right. Uh, so Ward, um, you know, speaking of, um, I guess, I guess that this is kind of a nice thing also, uh, that he did. Um, but at the beginning of the episode, when, uh, Ward and Danny were leaving Harold's apartment, mm-hmm. um, Ward actually gave Danny a warning. He was like, yeah, you should watch out for Harold. Um, this is like the first nice thing I think we've seen him actually do. He, he's kind of nice in this episode. Well, this is like <clears throat> the uh, General Hux thing from Star Wars Episode Nine. Uh, it's not that he wants Danny to win, but he kind of wants Harold to lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems fair. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he, Ward's life is pretty much completely controlled by his dad. Yep, that is definitely true. Mm-hmm. And he seems a little, a little bit resentful. I'm not going to try to read too much into it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Um, I don't have anything else about Ward. I don't know if he no. even shows up in any other parts of the episode. No. Nope. I'm good. I'm done with Ward. Uh, okay. And the villains also, or did you have anything else for villains? I don't know about the Hatchet Gang or whatever. Yeah, we. I mean, there isn't much with the Hatchet Gang that we didn't talk about when I'm talking about Danny. Hmm. Yeah. So, All right. I'm ready to move on if you are. Yeah, well then the guy in the chair. The guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people. With abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Um, so you mentioned Joy. You upgraded yeah. her. I did. For now. For now. To a, a semi-good guy type of character. Yeah. Uh, okay. She's more true neutral, I, this, or this she's neutral we'll, for we'll now. See what happens next week? Okay. Yeah. Um, all I have is she trains with Colleen briefly, so you know she'll be a ninja in the next couple of weeks. Because um, that's how TV shows I work. Mean, that's how. Yeah, yeah. Too many of those shows. Just that's how that goes. All right. <laughs> yeah. And then she decides not to tell Ward about the attack. Why? 
Why didn't she want to tell what? Ward about the attack? I'm trying to remember. What does she say? Does does she she tells him something, right? Like a, a mugging or or no? Yeah, yeah, I think she said there was a mugging or something. I can't remember exactly what she told him, but she didn't tell him about uh, Hatchet Ninja Men. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I don't know, maybe she's worried that he would f- freak out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for a very good reason. Uh, I mean, as far as she knows, she's safe now. You know, Danny went and took care of it. Um does she know did she did Danny tell her that the the reason the hatchet gang wanted it that because they wanted to use the um the uh, the port the pier they, the pier the pier that they bought I don't think so okay well then never mind um, I think he just says hmm. like he handled it or something like that okay that does sound familiar uh then yeah, I, I I think she is just thinking he'll worry too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess so. Or he'll try to like blame Danny, maybe. Oh he brought yeah, this true. ninja shenanigans into our life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just gotta say, everyone just takes it so normal that Danny now has been raised by monks for the last 15 years and knows martial arts. I mean... I feel like that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then... Okay, I mean... I can't wait for a missing person case to come out where this guy has been uh, missing for 15, 20 years and now knows martial arts. (laughs) Well... (laughs) like it's it's not normal right but how how are they supposed to take it right like you know they they first re-met him um Mm -hmm. i guess we have no idea how long it's been let's say a week okay yeah in total in time okay four episodes in and it's been a week in in showtime um so like they've they've had a week to adjust to that and i guess it's a little weird sure that he's fighting off an entire group of people in a hallway mm-hmm. um but i mean to be fair when they first heard about it they had him uh uh put in an insane asylum or a mental institution i should say mm-hmm. so i guess they didn't take it that well <laughs> yeah and then he used his sweet martial arts moves to break out mm-hmm. it's true um i guess they don't know that actually who is, is harold the only one who knows that yeah i mean he might have filled in Ward, but Harold seems to keep it pretty close to the chest. Yeah, I, I'd i be willing to bet Ward doesn't know about the, the glowing fist. And actually, I don't know if Joy even knows. Like, even though he used it in this episode, I, I don't know if she saw him use it that one point. I don't, I don't think she did. She was too busy getting punched in the face. That's fair. Yeah. I wouldn't be paying attention to much either <laughs> if I was being hit. Yeah, ow! <laughs> um yeah well now that we talked about that randomly in the middle of it do you have anything else for the 12 percent of the plan (laughs) uh oh no you know i actually did have one other guy in the chair um hogarth shows up Uh, it's just it's quick um so she shows up um she has danny sign some papers oh yeah um she actually gives him some some good advice right like advising him like hey to most people here this is a hostile takeover so Watch your back. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
I don't think he really took it well, um, like, as in he's going to act with that knowledge. But, you know, at least she tried. Yeah. I didn't write anything for Hogarth, but I remember thinking that when she left the all those contracts with him, um, she... Mm-hmm. That would not happen in real life. There would definitely at least be a notary just watching him sign everything. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I recently bought a house and I was thinking about the notary. It's like, yeah, if they don't let me do that, they don't let him get a multi-billion dollar company without someone paying attention to the contracts. <laughs> or make a oh, multi-million dollar deal. The... This is for the, the um, her <laughs> exclusive rights, but still. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, still, I mean, yes, they're going to be paid a ton of money for years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, with that, no, Tony, I don't have anything for 12% of the plan. Um, anything that would have gone there, we've already touched on. Yeah, same here. All right. So how are we rating this episode now? I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost her best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? Oh, that is a good question. How many hatchets, Tony, would you rate this episode? Out of five, remember that. Out of five. I was about to rate it out of ten. Because I was about to give this five. I will give this uh, (laughs) two and a half. I liked it more than last couple episodes. Maybe no, I'm going to put it up to three. I'll give it a three. I liked it more than last couple episodes, but still not great. (laughs) (laughs) And I will just say ditto. I mean, same thing. Three, nice in the middle of the road there. Um, Yeah. It's 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 getting better. Um, You know, the the storyline is at least advancing in like the the sense of a I don't want to say a a good storyline, but, you know, we're, we're, we're getting stuff that we care about for the people who watch superhero things. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, the first couple episodes of Danny showing up like, hey, I'm me. And then people say, no, you're not. Get out of here. And then, you know, last week it was him trying to get his money back. Like It's it, it's just the boring stuff, right? So at least, yeah. you know, that part is this part of the, the storyline is growing. So True. All right. Well, join us next time when we cover Iron Fist Season 1, Episode 5. Underleaf Pluck Lotus. Or is it Lotus Pluck? And I just typed that wrong. We'll look at the end. No, it's Plug Lotus. We got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's not grammatically correct, but that's not my fault. Underleaf Plug Lotus. <laughs> um, and remember to follow us on Twitter and give us that rating. Because, you know, if you're listening to this now, you've probably listened to the last 200 episodes preceding this. So you might as well give us that rating. You put in so much time. Um, anyway, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Iron Fist Season 1, Episode 4, signing off. Have a marvelous day. Punches and bunches, punches is thrown into your frontless. Oodles and noodles, pain bullets that suckers noodles. Last album voodoo, prove that we fucking brutal. I'm talking crazy, half past the clock is cuckoo. You rappers do, baby.